Essentia Lux, a place to co-create a reality built on abundance, love and freedom. Hello beautiful, so grateful to have you here for another episode of the Essentia Lux podcast. And today I want to dive into and share more about silent integrity. Silent integrity to me means to do the right thing, even if nobody's watching. And it also means to be deeply connected with our inner essence. And it means to follow our truth, like to truly trust that what we, what is inside of us is this kind of guidance system that pulls us forward. And it is such a hard thing to do in a world where we are so distracted um, we have so much influences as soon as we go to like social media there are influences from the outside we look films we are like embedded in society in many beautiful ways and in many ways where it truly suffocates our potential because what we do is we start to do things as expected we do things as they are meant to from the outside but really truly when we allow ourselves to do things from the inside out when we allow ourselves to build our business from the inside out when we allow ourselves to let go of this pre-made conception concepts in our mind especially and in our society because it's really in the conscious mind of all of us if we let go of this pre-made kind of constricting things and we start to create our business to give ourselves permission to do things from the inside out to drop first into the space of who do we want to be how do we want to show up what is our embodiment in this lifetime? What is our experience? Where are our strengths? And how can these strengths transform into serving others? And not because they are expected or that is what everyone else does, but when we want to do things a certain way, giving ourselves permission to do them that way. And there is no way that if we like realign to that poorness that we will not like grow. We may not be in competition with <laughs> the normal kind of world in that way, but we will always grow beyond ourselves. And it the the expectations, if we can take the expectations of others and drop them or the rules of others and or the rules of ourselves, because it's truly, um, yes, it is others. We learn it because um, from zero to seven years old, we are like really, like our mind is really, it's where our subconscious gets programmed. <laughs> it's basically where we get our like software from. It's in these first really important years. And therefore, yes, we learn it a lot from the outside. And therefore, sometimes it's kind of like there is a software running in ourselves, in our subconscious, 
that says something else that what we truly want to do. And then it just feels the easiest to go into autopilot and to follow that. And I truly deeply know that I learned a lot of this from my grandfather. He was a photographer and his wisdom is still so, so close to my heart. Um, I shared more about him in my book. So if you're like interested in hearing some stories about him and me, like get my book and <laughs> you will find it in there. And I feel in many ways he truly shaped me into the person I am today. And his story when he left is really hard touching. And I shared this in the introduction of my book, actually. And when he like before he died, he held my hand. And I remember it felt so important to him to like say his last words to me. And he held my hand and he said to me, Eos, the only thing important is really to always, always be true to yourself. And I truly know how deep these words went in that moment. Because he was not only saying them, he was living them. Like I was about 14 years old when he um, left his physical body. And I could feel how he had, how he lived his 95 years of life in his physical body with that as a compass, with the heart of always always be true to yourself. And I remember when he was becoming old, he was about 80 or 85. I don't remember the exact like age, but I remember I was still quite small. And I remember that he went to the city council and he went there and to the police office to boat actually. And he broke back his um, driver license. Because he was convinced, he, 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 he went there and he was like, I know I could still drive. I know I legally could still drive. And I want to give my driver license back because I want to be true to myself. <laughs> and because I want to be true to myself, I feel I could be a danger or a risk for someone else. I could be a danger for a family because my attention is not anymore as it was like 10 years ago or 20 years ago. So I do truly feel that it is time for me to let this go, to stop driving with my own car. And I will be happy to either drive by bus or with a train or get a taxi. And I remembered it was such a story. Everybody was kind of like, how would he, why would he do this? Why would, he, would you give back your driver's license without that you have to? And for him, it was just this really important threshold of holding that integrity. For him, it was such, such an important kind of like permission to not be even tempted. He just wanted to like be really clean and be really clear and communicate that inside of himself and outside of himself. So I truly find like this is just like a small example 
There are many examples like this. He was a photographer. He grew up in a, on a farm and then we, when he was about a little less than 20, he started to being interested in photography. So what he did, he went to a photographer and he learned to become a photographer through um you did in that time you just learned from someone else who already did the job and then he quite fast started to open like his own photography business and he was um his whole life he was an entrepreneur and he did some really beautiful work especially also the beautiful work that he did was nudes and it was in the 30s um so it was quite controversial and he did them in this really beautiful divine feminine way so they are like um beautiful pictures that are still now there were like beautiful women nude in forests like an elf walking beside a little like river or a little um stone paths or something like this so i remember them quite well because they got in a lot of um art um art places they were like ex he had like quite a lot of expeditions and in the beginning he it was quite hard for him because it was not accepted in society but he just kept going with it because he knew that it's the way he saw like the feminine and he saw this kind of energy so he didn't like really let himself stop from what like society talked that you have to show up in a certain way or that you have to do in a certain way but he just followed like his own like inner knowing that this is what he was here for this is what he wanted to show he did also beautiful other work he did beautiful nature work he went to beautiful places he went like his most impressive kind of um travel was when he was in his late 80s and he went to um japan where lots of photographers had like a convention so he went there like with his really old gear and he was just always always following his heart and following his heart actually created a life for him that when you look back you feel it was quite fulfilling it was simple in a way but it was deeply deeply aligned and I have many similar stories about him. He deeply walked in this honesty. He deeply embodied that sentence. He was aligned with his own being and with his own essence. He embodied the sentence that he let me know when he died, when he said, like, Eos, always, always be true to yourself. Everything else doesn't matter because if you're true to yourself, things in your life will just... Um, come together and align there's like no way things will not like work out for you so that's really a sentence that i want to share with everyone <laughs> and with you like if you're true to yourself 
then things will align and things will come together. Maybe not always as we accepted, but always the way we need them most to come together. So to me, silent integrity really means to stop, to stop and reevaluate, to stop and check in. Is this kind of thing that I am like, is this kind of intention truly aligned with my honest truth? Or is it something I picked up from the outside? I feel in marketing, we have so many is building this offering and giving it out in this way and lounging in that way. Is it truly aligned with my values? Is it truly aligned with my, with what I believe in? Is it truly mine? So this stopping and re-evaluating is, is truly kind of like at the heart of building a business that is also an embodiment of you. It means to define your own success, to be deeply connected with your life and to reconnect with the space of aliveness. Because if you're like honest to yourself, what you choose is maybe not the thing that makes you like most money, but what you choose is maybe the things that makes you feel most alive. And in the end, the, the money should be there to make you feel alive. All your other things around your business should be there to make you feel alive. And when making decisions, you, you make them from a place of your truth and not from a place of, oh, I have to prove myself even I have to prove myself to myself because mostly a lot of times it's really about us. But you choose a certain way because it's the way you want to feel. Because working in that way or showing up in that way gives you or fulfills you in a way because it is aligned with your core values. And if you're seeking about your core values, I feel also there, again, in my book, there is like a beautiful chapter that truly guides you deeper into the work of your core values. And infusing them in your everyday life makes just feel everything come alive. So work doesn't feel like work anymore. If your work is deeply aligned with your values, like my values, just to share them, our authenticity, soulful connection, trust, and beauty. And like my, my business, I'm so grateful for this. My business is really built on these pillars. Like there is the authenticity, it is showing up as who I am. It is really what this podcast is about. You could call it also authentic. <laughs> Um, authentic sharing from the heart, silent integrity. And then there is the, the, the soulful connection, which I feel even when I share a podcast, it really feels so important to me to share from this place where I keep my heart open. Um, I have a beautiful connection with like, I love my clients and every one of you, <laughs> each and every one of you, like um, I'm always so grateful because I feel I have the best, best clients and the connection that I have with them. It's just so nourishing. Soulful connection also f f is the nurturing with myself. It's also to keep myself in nourishment, to give myself space when I need 
to learn new things. And so full connection is also with my husband and my two daughters. It's really what feels so important in my life. And then there is the trust. The trust is so important, I feel, because it's what gives me root. It's what, what really gives me the courage to go ahead and to do things my way. It's kind of like a stable foundation that holds me and is there. And then there is the beauty. <laughs> and beauty, um, I feel the older I grow, the more I really can embrace it. Because I feel beauty is just what um, my work is about in the design and I love having things beautiful I need like to be inspired to be alive I love being surrounded by beauty and it truly is that one thing that nourishes me deeply 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 so and it also helps me, like knowing my why helps me to make any decision, knowing my, my core values helps me root into any decision. If I have to decide, do I want to do this or do I want to do that? Or in which way do I want to do it? Because a lot of times it's not if we want to do it or not. A lot of times it's really about how we do it. So how can I work in a way that is deeply infused with soulful connection? It's me. It's me that shows up in that space of soulful connection. It's me that shows up with an open heart. How can I infuse trust? It's me that shows up every day in her morning practice to show up for trust, to anchor that in. How can I work in a way that um, that gives space for beauty? It's me that creates an environment. It's me that infuses that in my work. It's me that holds that inside of myself. So I hold it from me and from my clients. So, and this is what creates the serving the world through the work we do. Because we don't serve only with the kind of work we do. It's not just about a website then, it, but it becomes about a course. It becomes about walking in the embodiment of who we are. It means to come back to the place of embodiment and like really not using that as a marketing strategy, let's say, but really being that honest expression of it. It's a place that can feel really humbling, where we know what our experience is, where we serve through our strengths and where we are open and trusting to accept our own limits. It also means to know, here's the boundary. This is not how I show up. And this is not, and I will not sell myself to get to the next step, but I will come back to my heart and to my soul. And this is the place I always want to work from. And um, I want to do the things that feel deeply right to me. I want to really always truly be honest to myself. And this is what means silent integrity to me. It means to be deeply honest to myself and to practice this and to show up for this again and again in the real life actions. It means to having the trust and the courage to show up with a wide open and vulnerable heart. 
knowing when it is time to let go and when it is time to step up. And I hope you have the courage to be true to yourself and be honest to yourself. And I'm wishing you a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for being here. And if you have any feedback to share, I would love to hear from you. Together we co-create our reality and our beautiful planet Earth. Embody your essence. Be the light. We are the change we are waiting for.